When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'll see all the spectacular chapters of the story that was the glory of the frontier. The Pony Express forerunners in the wild stampede for safety. They're going to give that express rider a big hello. That express rider's going to get there before they think. He's going to need some cover. That was a clip from the 1953 movie Pony Express, starring Charlton Heston, Forrest Tucker, and Rhonda Fleming. The movie delves into one of the most romanticized aspects of the West, the Pony Express. Riders from the Midwest rode like the wind to reach California in a matter of days. And while this mail delivery system only lasted a short while, it has left an enduring impression. But the original route never touched Arizona. So why is there an annual Pony Express ride each year? Welcome to Valley 101 a podcast by the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm your host today, producer Kaylee Monahan. In this episode, our spring intern, Nitish Busnet, goes searching for the roots of the ride and how it came to Arizona. They toil up and down the hills. No matter the hot sun over their heads or pouring rain, they keep riding, cowboys, in chaps, boots, and broad-brimmed hats. Leave nothing but dust behind them. Their horses' hooves clamor the ground for days to trek over 200 miles. This band of iron-willed cowboys, known as the Hash Knife Unit, descend down to the valley desert each year as the riders enter the city of Scottsdale, covered in dirt and sweat. Crowds gather to cheer them up. After all, the cause for the Cowboys' annual journey is noble. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's great. It's always, it's a very, they come down, they have the American flags, the Navajo um, sheriff's flags. Really a very cool, it makes you feel really good. It's, I don't know it's how, to exp- how to express it. That is Karen Churchard, Scottsdale's Tourism and Events Director. The scene is hard for her to describe. It is after all, a piece of Western history that is still alive today. Apart from the essentials, these cowboys also carry with them a special kind of bag. A satchel, a leather satchel that's full of uh, letters from school children all over the state of Arizona. Yes, snail mail can be called horse mail in this instance. <laughs> mail delivered. And they deliver the bag to the U.S. Postal Service. The Scottsdale Postmaster is generally in attendance and accepts the mail on their on their behalf. It was a faster way to get your mail delivered in the 1800s. And these Arizona riders are currently the only officially sanctioned Pony Express in the country. And the Hash Knife Unit holds the longest running contract with the U.S. Postal Service to deliver Mail. It's a point of pride for hash knife captain Mark Reynolds. It's a tradition. He first rode for the Pony Express 44 years ago 
and it's a Western tradition. Our moniker is keeping the spirit of the Old West alive. That's what we do. We're, keep, we're keeping the spirit of the Old West alive. So once a year, we saddle up our horses, we gather up the mail, we put them in a mail sack, and we ride the mail, Pony Express. However, the original Pony Express did not include the hash knife, or Arizona for that matter. It started in April 1860. Horseback riders used the historic National Pony Express Trail to deliver mail from Missouri to California, bruising eight different states on its way. But it didn't last long, ending just after 18 months of service. A hundred years later, in 1959, the hash knife were given a task. The unit had been incorporated into the Navajo County Sheriff's Posse by now. The task was to deliver a single piece of mail to the state capital in Phoenix. It was an invitation for Governor Paul Fannin to attend the Hashknife Stampede Rodeo. With the help of Holbrook Postmaster Ernest Hewlett, the Hashknife Posse secured a contract with the U.S. Postal Service. And with that, the Hashknife Pony Express saddled up and started delivering mail ever since. The ride starts from Holbrook and makes stops in Pine, Payson, and Fountain Hills on its way to Scottsdale. Well, back when they first when they when they first did it, there was no roads from here to the valley. You had to go up up and around. Well, they decided that they would go straight straight across and go off the Mogollon Rim. And uh, they what they did back then was they jumped their horses in the back of pickup trucks. And they just drove across country. They just rode it across country. And then later on, uh, the county did a 377 between Holbrook and connecting 277, the road that goes between Heber and Snowflake. And then 260 and then up over the rim and down. Uh, but it's been, this is, like I said, 64 years, so they've had quite a bit of improvement in, in, through the years. Reynolds grew up in Holbrook, learning and aspiring to be a member of the Hashknife. His family moved to the northern Arizona town in 1959, the year the Hashknife Pony Express started. He says the posse was a big deal back then, and still regarded as such. Both his father and his elder brother rode with the hash knife. Uh, my dad worked for the city of Holbrook and all of his, a lot of the guys that worked there was in the hash knife and a lot of the people and stuff in Holbrook were uh, involved in helping the hash knife uh, get down the road and stuff. And they had fundraisers and dinners and all that because it's pretty expensive to go down the road, so. The volunteer effort still is pretty expensive. Reynolds says it costs about $30,000 a year to make the Pony Express happen. The Pony Express this year has 20 riders racing from February 1st to 4th. They are responsible for delivering about 20,000 pieces of mail, relaying them among themselves throughout the trip. 
Oh, it's a it's a logistical nightmare. I can tell you, we have to uh, get all the permits and everything in three towns: Holbrook, Payson, and Scottsdale. We have to have a permit to go down the highway from A dot. We have to have a permit to ride in on the streets in Holbrook, and we have to have a permit to ride in the streets of Payson, and also with uh, in Scottsdale. We have to find motel rooms. We have to find a place to feed 40 to 50 people that go on the ride. They ride with a support crew that includes a vet to look after the horses and a cook who prepares lunches and dinners for the riders. While there may be administrative hurdles, Hash Knife rider Sam Buckingham looks forward to the freedom of riding his horse out in the open. This year he has been selected as the first rider to head out from Holbrook to start the Pony Express. I caught up with Buckingham over the phone from his home in Apache Junction. He was preparing for the ride. We try to get our horses out a few times a week, take them out, exercise them, you know, walk, trot, lope. We do a, a three to five mile circle, just like just like an athlete does, uh, you know, uh, training for track. Take them out, exercise them, and uh, get them into condition the best we can. And uh, some some of the guys put uh, it's uh, either borium or drill check. They put it on their shoes because we have to, because we have to run on the asphalt. The drill check it, it grips the uh, the asphalt so the horses don't slip, have less chance of slipping. My brother and I we actually put uh, a composite shoe on our horses. It's a flexible. Plastic, partial rubber, plastic composite, and uh, it helps helps with uh, cushion and uh, keeps the heat from building up on the on the uh, on the hooves. Individual rider covers about ten miles in the three day journey. Oh, it's a well, we keep it at a pretty fast pace. You know, like my horses, they're down here in the valley. Elevation's about seventeen hundred feet, and then we take them up to Holbrook and. We take them to a 6,000 foot elevation and then going up over the rim, we go up over 8,000 foot of elevation. You're concentrating on the ride and the safety of your horse and keeping them, keep them at easy pace, but still getting the mail moved because we've been doing it for over 50 years. Every piece of mail we carry now is a historical document. Delivering mail as part of the Pony Express is not all that the hash knife does. The hash knife originated in the late 1800s. The Aztec Land and Cattle Company, which was once the largest ranch owner in Arizona, employed a number of cowboys from Texas. They were to look after the thousands of acres of land in northern Arizona. They would come to be known as the hash knife unit. The hash knife posse later started a search and rescue unit Here's Captain Reynolds again. Our main job is mounted search and rescue. We started that in 1955. There was a plane wreck uh, north of Joe City, and uh, the sheriff at the time did not have uh, any way to get there, so he asked a rancher, Cephas Perkins, to get on his horse and ride out there to see if he could find it, and he did. And that kind of started the Hash Knife uh, Sheriff's Posse. Now... When the Hash Knife Pony Express arrives in Scottsdale to deliver the mail, an annual parade waits to cheer them on. Here's Karen Churchard back in Scottsdale. I think it's just a, it's a great collaboration. 
between um, many cities as they as they travel from one point to the other. So there's a lot of interesting aspects of of the Hash Knife Pony Express and what it means and the education and the fact that it's still going on, I think is just amazing, amazing. And while the ride is done for this year, anyone can send mail via the Hash Knife Pony Express. Just place the letter into an envelope, put a stamp on and mail it to PO Box 118, Holbrook, Arizona and the cowboys will make sure it reaches the destination. For Valley 101, I'm Nitis Basnet. Thank you, Nitish, for that special story. I never knew that the original Pony Express bypassed Arizona, and it's such a rare treat that the tradition, though not originally local, has become our own. We're looking forward to more of your stories this spring, Natish. And thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on this episode. If you have a question about the horse culture in Phoenix or about the Valley in general, send us a note to valley101.azcentral.com. And if you're a fan of the show, please share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also support it by subscribing to azcentral.com. And the team at azcentral.com is excited to bring you a brand new podcast about the science of life and where it's taking us. The Lab is now available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host and Valley 101 producer, Kaylee Monahan. Next week, tune in for a look back on Arizona's Admission Day. Thanks for listening.